The Nonprofit Happy Hour. A weekly look at Portland's nonprofits and do-gooders with interviews, music, and documentaries. You're listening to the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM, brought to you by the Media Institute for Social Change, a public interest media lab that works to inspire, empower, and engage emerging media producers. Learn more online at mediamakingchange.org. I'm Rachel Miller-Howard. On today's show, we bring you a conversation with Liz Esslinger, who is the executive director of Right Around Portland. Tickets for the organization's annual fundraiser, happening October 18th at Holocene, are on sale now at rightaround.org forward slash events. This is Phil Bussey. It's the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM. I am joined in the studio today with the executive director for Right Around Portland, Liz Esslinger. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Phil? Good. 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 Right around Portland, I think a lot of people are familiar with the name. Um, let's let's start talking about what you guys do. You guys hold creative writing workshops yes. for specific demographics. Yes. So we hold creative writing workshops in partnership with different agencies that are serving um, people that uh, we're maybe not hearing from a lot in um, the literary community. So we go into hospitals, schools, prisons, social service agencies, treatment centers all over the metro area. And uh, we're holding creative writing workshops in those locations for the people that those agencies are serving. So that's a lot of different, uh, the common denominator with the places you go, just say it again. Yeah, um, we see it as partnering with agencies that are uh, serving individuals that are maybe underrepresented in, um, in publications or in our literary community. And, and in that process, you guys have had, it says 600 writing workshops, 5,000 adults. Mm-hmm. More than 75% who are living below federal poverty level? Yes. Published 50 anthologies? Yes, 54. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's over 20 years, almost 20 years. So let's start picking some of that apart. Yeah. Um, what are what are the anthologies? Are there themes? I mean, how do, what what gathers them together? Yeah. So um, every season we are partnering with about twenty different agencies um, to hold the creative writing workshops, and so all of the participants in those writing workshops are invited to submit pieces to be published in the anthology that they wrote during that season. Um, every participant will get at least one one piece published in the book. And um, so in terms of like a theme, every book is different. It just is really dependent on the writing that came out of the workshops over that season. Um, so every book that we publish is um, corresponding to a season, but it has a different feel depending on what what's coming out of each group. And, and, and the people that, are they coming to you or are you going to them? So we hold the writing workshops at the agency location. So, um, but we hear from agencies. So they're often contacting us and asking us to bring a writing workshop to the people that they're serving. Um, we see it as being very important to go to the places where people live, go to school, receive services, um, because we don't expect people to come to us um, 
and we recognize that it's important to reach people where it's most convenient for them. And, and, and let's let's walk through one of these uh, workshops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who's leading it? Yeah. So we have um, volunteers who go through a 27-hour training with us. Uh, to, That's a very specific number. It is, 27 <laughs> hours, indeed. And we're actually uh, doing a training um, right now. We do them twice a year. But it's a really intensive um, training process. We think it's really important to have people that are ready um, and able to create a safe space for people to write together that maybe haven't had the opportunity to do so previously or have had negative experiences with writing. And so we really... Um, have developed a training over our 20 year history that can help people be successful in going into communities that are experiencing writing for the first time, quite possibly, um, and are creating opportunities where people can build authentic community and uh, connect with people that maybe they haven't connected with before. Um, and so we want to make sure our facilitators have this, the skills and tools they need to be successful in doing that. So 27 hours of training, and I'm going yeah. to have you uh, try to consolidate that into yeah. under 30 seconds. So, <laughs> what, what, I'll try. 27 seconds. 27 seconds <laughs> would second be appropriate. A second for each, each hour, I mean, yeah. Obviously, it has to be more than, than um, handing out pieces of paper and a pen. Right. Right. Uh, how does one start to get a person mm-hmm. writing? Do you provide prompts? Do you mm-hmm. provide... Have, what, yeah. what is the first step for that? Yeah, so we definitely provide prompts. So uh, we even talk with facilitators about how you can pick prompts that are open enough for people to feel inspired um, and not so constricting that they don't know where to go. So you get a couple prompts, and we just encourage people to free write. So just keep your pen moving for the whole time, even if you know it's a write route. You just just keep the pen moving. I don't know what to write about. I don't know what to write about. And people are often surprised by what comes up. Facilitators also bring in um, samples of writing to help introduce participants into different writing elements. So um, they might bring in a piece that is about imagery, but instead of being like, okay, class, today we're going to learn about imagery and this is what it is, it's much more of an inductive process. So here's this piece. What do you all think about it? What stands out to you? Why is this an effective piece of writing? Or what do you think about the way that the author describes um, certain images in this piece? How can we use that in our own writing? And then let's write and let's do it and let's try it. So I I imagine it's more than just getting people to write. Not not, not that just Mm -hmm. getting, but... It's also getting them to write and express themselves well. And and I would say for us, it's about people being able to write and express themselves with other people and to connect with people in a way that they wouldn't have before. So we see writing as a vehicle for building community and a way for certainly for self-expression and for preparing Um, a piece for the anthology and being ready for publication and going to a community reading and reading your piece to a group. Um, We're also focused on the community building aspect and social change that writing can bring to our community. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on that, that part of getting a piece published and and presented. Um, how, How do you provide criticism then? Because part of writing is that it can be, you're exposing yourself, you're exposing emotions, uh, your your ability to communicate yeah, and totally. have that um, criticized can be very uh, demeaning yeah. or it can shut people down. So how are you balancing being encouraging but also uh, helping people improve their writing? Yeah. That would I, seem tricky. 
Right. So a, a key element of our model is we focus on positive and specific feedback. So we do that for a number of reasons um, within the writing workshop. And one is because you have a new piece of writing, we treat it like a, a newborn baby. And, you know, it's not ready to be criticized or thrown out into the world. We want to nurture it and focus on what's working in a piece of writing. And so we find that when we do that, um, the positive pieces of a piece of writing rise and then the other stuff maybe falls away. Um, so that's a very key component that we've found to be really helpful in helping people um, with just getting words down on paper, but to also start looking at their writing in a different way. Um, but then we also have some exercises that we do in the arc of our writing workshops. Um, so we write together for 10 weeks. And beginning about halfway through the workshop, we start doing some exercises that help people begin looking at their writing again, revisiting it, revising it, um, exploring how they can um, make adjustments to their writing to be prepared for the anthology. Yeah, and, and, and then there is that next step of, of presenting. And you said uh, in, in presenting it to a group, that can be uncomfortable to present yeah. it as an audience. Do you have sure. guidelines that, that you provide and, and maybe even for some of our listeners about how to publicly present? Yeah. So our readings, we when we talk about it with folks um, that are in our writing workshops, they're, re they're really reading. So there's no expectation for folks to go up and do a, a, a huge presentation, if you will, or production or to dress up or to do anything like that. Um, they can go up and, and, and just read their writing um, to help prepare people for that. In the writing workshop, before the workshop is done, there are opportunities to not only read your writing at the table with other people and sharing your writing that way, but there's also uh, an opportunity to do like a practice reading and, and be in a safe space with people you've written with for a number of weeks uh, to stand up and, and share your writing that way to practice. Um, and then a lot of it is encouragement and, and invalidating that your story has value and people need to hear this story. We all need to hear other people's stories to be changed and to grow as individuals and in our community. And so we want you to share your story so that others can learn from you and can grow from you. 20 years, and I know you've, you have not been there for all 20 of those no, years, but yeah. is there a specific success story you can, you can talk about? Oh my gosh, there are so many. Um, and I think one of the most beautiful things about Right Around Portland is that uh, everyone can come to the table with what they have, and then they can leave with what they need. So for some people, that can be connection. They've been very isolated. Maybe they've been living in a in an affordable housing community and they don't know their neighbors. And then all of a sudden the Ride Around Portland workshop is a way for them to meet people or it's increased self-confidence or well-being. Um, I mean, one particular story that I can think of um, that I personally witnessed um, was uh, a couple years ago, I was uh, leading a, uh, a I was facilitating a creative writing workshop for adults with developmental disabilities. And there was a gentleman in my workshop who um, couldn't speak, but he could write. And so the agency that we were partnering with asked if it would be okay for him to be in the workshop. And we were like, of course, like we'll recruit a volunteer. Um, he can write his writing and then the volunteer can read his writing so the rest of the group can hear it. And so that worked really well. He was able 
to write and the volunteer was able to share his writing. And I started noticing a couple things. Um, one, I started noticing the way that he was interacting with other people in the workshop. So this was um, a group of people that had been in other programming um, outside of the Right Around Portland workshop. Um, but a lot of people in that group had kind of um, like dismissed him a little bit because he couldn't speak, so they wouldn't interact with him. But I started noticing people saying, oh my gosh, you wrote about giraffes last week? I love giraffes. And all of a sudden there were these common pieces that they could connect about, um, which was amazing. Um, but then I also noticed something especially transformative for him at the reading. So we knew that, so throughout the entire workshop, he wasn't able to speak or share his writing. We had a volunteer to support him. So at the reading, we had a volunteer ready to support him in reading his own writing. And so they went up to the front of the room and the volunteer started reading his piece. And this gentleman started vocalizing in his own way, repeating what the volunteer was reading. And pretty soon he took over and he finished reading his own piece by himself. And it was this moment for me as, and of course the crowd was applauding and everyone was really excited, but no one but me and a few other people who had been in that writing workshop knew how important it was for him to be up there and vocalize his writing in his own way. And that was really, I think, the first time that he had an opportunity to do that. So to be able to witness someone go through a transformation because of being able to write their work and to have an opportunity that they wouldn't have had otherwise was pretty incredible. Liz Eslinger is the executive director for Right Around Portland. Brought in some music for us? <laughs> I did. Um, so one of our core values at Right Around Portland is respect. So it seemed only fitting to have Aretha join us um, and really connect with the respect element of Right Around Portland. Absolutely. Yeah.
That was, of course, Aretha Franklin. This is Phil Bussey. It's Nonprofit Happy Hour. I am joined by Liz Esslinger, who is the Executive Director for Right Around Portland. Now, Right Around Portland brings creative workshops. We were talking before the before Aretha uh, pumped up the volume a little bit. We yeah. were talking about the write, writing workshops you bring to hospitals, shelters, senior centers, prison schools. You also bring them to Hot Lip. Hot Lips Pizza. We do. <laughs> Explain <laughs> how Hot Lips fits in with prisons and... Totally. Uh, well, so we believe writing is for everybody. And while the main focus of our programming is to bring writing to people who may otherwise not have access, we also want to bring it to everyone in the community and also have it be a way to support our work Um out in the community. So um, our workshops at Hot Lips Pizza are sliding scale um, fee workshops where people can come and pay whatever fee works for for them on the scale of $10 to $30. And they're twice monthly workshops that happen at Hot Lips Pizza. The owner, Gina, is an amazing supporter of Right Around Portland and is a writer and um, has been so generous in offering a space for us to be able to hold these writing workshops to do a fundraiser for us every month. Um, and we also have support from Grand Central Baking, and they provide the goodies so our writers can be well-nourished and can write together. And and what what comes out of those? Do you, do you find a lot of people start to write about food? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, people... Um, Every session is different, and the facilitator brings in just different prompts for people to write. So the the model, and in terms of the session, is very similar to what we're doing out in hospitals and cool schools and shelters and things. Um, but it's really about people just coming together to write and uh, to connect and to build community. So we've been talking a lot about what the organization Right Around Portland does. I want to talk a bit about the organization itself. Mm-hmm. It is coming up on a 20-year anniversary, which is it's a long time. Yes, indeed. We're really excited. What is Right Around Portland going to do to celebrate? Oh, my gosh. We have so many things in the works. Uh, we have a, a great committee of volunteers and staff and board members that are coming together to plan out our year. But uh, we're certainly... Um, You'll certainly get to see not only our creative writing workshops that we do every year, um, some amped up readings in connection with those seasons of writing workshops. We'll also have our annual fundraiser. It'll be a wonderful marker for us to be able to celebrate that. Um, And we're also looking at ways that we can bring um, more writing and prompts into the community at large. How has the organization changed in 20 years? Have the services changed? Have you narrowed the demographic that you more focus you bring it to or have you made it wider what Mm. what 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 changes have there been if any yeah i mean uh, right around is a really uh interesting organization i think because i think that their core the core of what we do and our values and um the way in which we do our work is the same and part of that is in terms of the beauty of the simplicity of the work that we do, um, the partnerships that we do with writing workshop or with agency partners, um, that model is the same. Our values are the same. The The basic structure for how we do our writing workshops is the same. Things that have changed, um, I would say, in terms of um, like numbers and impact, uh, I would say that honing in on what our greater impact is as a community or as an organization within the community um, we have for many years focused on the individual transformations that people experience as being a part of the writing workshop and certainly um, how that can benefit 
a community of people. Um, we're also looking at what our systemic impact is as an organization. How is writing in community moving the needle in different ways? And we really see the impact of how the writing and sharing of stories helps us build understanding among people that maybe are very different from each other and uh, that people have a very authentic way to connect with someone um, that is very different than going online on social media and trolling in ways that you would never do if you were face-to-face with someone else. And so as an organization, we are really um, – looking at that more and, and and in terms of like the next 20 years, wanting to evaluate what is our impact in that? How can we measure that? We see that, we hear that, we have anecdotal evidence of how people move about the world differently because of a Right Around Portland workshop or because they've heard someone else's story. Um, so that is something I think is really exciting for us um, as we want to get those numbers to show how that impact is conveyed. Um, But I think over the years, I think it's been a really nice balance of of tuning into what really works for us and identifying like the core of what we do really works for us and how can we impact more people with respect, writing, community, and making that more available for everybody. Yeah, and where, where does Right Around Portland find its funding? A lot of the, your services you're bringing to are, are, are people who are not going to, are, who are not paying for these services, and mm-hmm. that, that's part of the, the mission of Right Around Portland. So mm-hmm. where, where is the funding coming from? Yeah, so our single largest source of funding comes from individual donors, So, um, and that includes donations that come in at our annual event. So that's a, a big source of funding for us. We also get... Um, government grants. Um, we get uh, private foundation grants. We also have fee-for-service funding. So we talked about Hot Lips Pizza. We also um, hold market rate workshops at Powell's City of Books. Um, and so all of those sources of funding together come together to make the very colorful pie that is the funding at Right Around Portland. And you've been the executive director for almost four years. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you most learned? Oh my gosh. Um, What have I most learned in the last four years? Um, I think I've learned that we can't, and I don't know if maybe I've learned this in the last four years, but I think I've reinforced for myself that um, there's never an end point in learning. And there's never, um, as soon as you think you've got it, that's when you're in trouble. And I think that's the most important thing that like the humility of being willing to accept that you don't have all the answers and you need to um, accept that to some level, but then also respecting people where they are. Um, So I think that there can be a, um, a desire maybe to project onto other people what you think they should do or where they should be as a writer, as um, an engaged community member, um, whatever that looks like. And I think it's important and something that I've really um, tuned in into in the last few years is 
being able to accept people where they are and respecting that they're going to make the decisions that are best for them. And Liz, final question. What is, is there a current book you're reading or a book recommendation you can make? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm always going to recommend that people read the stories of our writers. Absolutely. So um, if you haven't um, looked at uh, our recent anthologies, like please, you know, take a look at those. So our most recent publication. And those are um, those are on your website, I assume, yes. but also at Powell's? Yes, they're at Powell's. They're at other local booksellers. So um, you can look on our website to see where they are. You can also come into our office and read the stories um, that our participants have published. Any other books? Well, right now, um, one of the books that I'm reading for a book club is called Florida. And I it's a collection of short stories um, that I have not, I've, I've just started reading it. So um, I don't know yet if I can recommend it. But that's, that's what I am reading right now. I also um, love to bake. Um, and um, so I do a lot of reading of just different um, cookbooks and the like. Um, I am baking my way through the Great British Bake Off challenges right now. So if you're familiar with that show, um, I am spending a lot of time um, reading through cookbooks right now. Liz Esslinger is the executive director for Writer on Portland. Thank you so much yeah. for coming in and uh, congratulations on bringing the organization to 20 years. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, appreciate it. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is made possible by Beneficial State Bank, a certified B Corp that holds to a triple bottom line of social justice, environmental well-being, and economic sustainability. If your organization or business is interested in underwriting our show, please email phil at mediamakingchange.org. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a production of the Media Institute for Social Change and KXRY Radio, X-Ray FM. Our host is Phil Bussey, our producer is me, Rachel Miller-Howard. Archives of past shows can be found on our SoundCloud page. Questions, comments, or ideas about the show can be sent to info at mediamakingchange.org. Thanks for tuning in.